Yeah, What's the I first date on there, and what does it say? Um, it says attack. May 15, uh, 2022. And it's monkeypox outbreak in this false, uh, mm-hmm. in this fake uh, country of Brynia. Right. Wow. May, May 15th. Huh. Really? That's interesting. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber. I'm Amber Archer, co-host of this show. And joining me is my husband, Mark Archer. Is my microphone on? It's it's on. <laughs> there were technical difficulties this morning. So if you're new to the show, welcome. We're a husband and wife filmmaking team and founders of the nonprofit filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features. We are creating movies about the issues impacting our culture and society from a biblical perspective. You can learn more about us and the movies we're making by visiting fearlessfeatures.org. It's also a great place to make that one-time or monthly donation to help us reach more people with the truth through the resources we're creating, whether it be movies, books, or this podcast. Our ministry is for the people, by the people. And you become a force multiplier for truth when you partner with us through our nonprofit Fearless Features. So today, Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about why you need not be afraid of what's happening with current events if you're a believer. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, I think we could all take inspiration from Katie. Katie's our three-year-old, gonna, three-year-old. soon to be four. She's, she's a big girl. She's going to be four. And if you have if you have young children in that age range, or a lot of you have had children in that age, age range, or maybe grandchildren, and there's just something about that age where no matter what it is, it's, I'm super excited about it. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Katie, let's get our shoes on. Shoes! Yeah, Katie, we're gonna go. We're going to Grandma's. Grandma's. Yeah. <laughs> Time to go get sissies. Sissies. And I just love the simplicity of her mind and, and the enthusiasm. The, the enthusiasm. Just everything is fun. Everything joyful. is exciting. She's joyful about yeah. everything, except when she's not. But <clears throat> I just, uh, I, I love Katie and her excitement about it all. And so how does that relate to us? That we should we should think like Katie. We should all be ex- just have joy. Just be excited. Um, I'm pretty sure Jesus said that. Yeah. Be like little children. Jesus. <laughs> That's how we should be. Yeah. So in the meantime, yeah. So our theme today is not to be afraid. Yeah. Because we live in some uh, scary times here. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting, interesting times. And it's easy for this stuff to get overwhelming because you literally can't keep up. I can't keep up. No. I try to, uh, I try to keep abreast of this stuff and it just comes at you like a, like a fire hose. Um, and you just have to give it to the Lord. Um, but I've got some, I've got some interesting updates here. Mm-hmm. Um, some reasons to have hope. Okay. So, we all need hope. Yeah. So, you know, we've talked a lot about, of course, this is faith, family, and filmmaking. So we talk a lot about the film and television industry. And we've talked for a while about Netflix and Disney. We're going to talk about them both again. But if you haven't heard, Netflix, of course, we talked a few weeks ago about how Netflix is hemorrhaging cash because they're hemorrhaging viewers mm-hmm. because they're... They've gone completely woke. They've turned into a total woke joke. And people are rejecting everything that they stand for. And uh, they're projecting to lose, what do we say, another 2 million subscribers or something? Mm -hmm. 
It's not a good time to be at Netflix. So I have two articles about what's happening at Netflix. One one is from justthenews.com called Woke Waterloo at Netflix. Uh-oh. Uh, so Dave Chappelle, you know who Dave Chappelle yeah. is. So he got, he's doing Comedian. his comedy mm-hmm. thing uh, a couple weeks ago, I think at the Hollywood Bowl, and some guy tries to attack him on stage, mm-hmm. right? Turns out the guy's a tranny. And, of course... Who's that? Who's the prosecutor out there in L.A. County? Is uh, I forget his name. Carbone. Carbone. Uh, so, uh, what's uh, I don't remember. Anyway, he's corrupt to the core, and he last I heard, he wasn't going to file charges against this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Dave Chappelle's 2021 Netflix stand-up special called "The Closer" sparked protests from the streamer's own employees over alleged allegedly anti-trans jokes. Now the platform is drawing an unmistakable line in the sand, proclaiming a corporate culture that prizes individual creative freedom above the collective ideological discipline enforced by cancel culture. Well, welcome to the free market economy, Netflix. Netflix updated corporate culture memo says the company won't censor specific artists or voices, even material employees may deem harmful. If you'd find it hard to support our content content breadth, Netflix may not be the best place for you. The memo none too subtly hints. <laughs> the, this is where it really gets good. The revelation suggests Netflix, bludgeoned by falling stock prices and a shrinking subscriber base, is declaring independence, at least aspirationally, from the identi- this is a good word, identitarian left, orthodoxies. Mm shackling the entertainment industry perhaps taking to heart a social media embraced by the right get woke go broke (laughs) yeah so they've got some of the content on netflix lately is one called he's expecting yeah i saw that (sighs) anyway um so netflix basically told their own employees um get over it um I've got another one here from, this is from Daily Variety, I think, which is one of the, yeah, this is from Variety, which is one of the industry, uh, industry trades. Netflix loves to tout its culture of avoiding rules and minimizing corporate red tape. But of course, the company does have operating guidelines famously detailed in the Netflix culture document posted on its website. Co-founder Reed Hastings even wrote a 2020 book elaborating on the principles titled No Rules Rules, Netflix and the Culture of Reinvention. Reed Hastings is a... When did when did the book come out? 2020. Well, now they're changing course just right. two years later. Right. Okay. Uh, now Netflix is publishing an update to its corporate culture memo for the first time in nearly five years, a copy of which Variety obtained exclusively ahead of its release Thursday. Core principles of the Netflix culture memo including empowering employee decision-making, requiring candid feedback, and terminating staffers who aren't up to Dream Team snuff, remain intact. But there are some key changes. For starter, starters, the document has a new title, Netflix Culture Seeking Excellence. Okay. Uh, more significantly, the document adds a new directive for employees to act with fiscal responsibility, a change that comes as Netflix in quarter one saw its first decline in subscribers in more than a decade the updated uh, culture memo also includes a new section called artistic expression 
explaining that the streamer will not censor specific artists or voices, even if employees consider the content harmful. Right, because they were trying to uh, censor Dave Chappelle's show. Yeah. Is what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the reason why I wanted to bring this up is something that we can take hope in is that this is starting to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And this is because of all of us who have done the simple things like switching off and, you know, canceling subscriptions to Netflix Mm -hmm. and um, Disney Mm -hmm. plus we'll talk about Disney here in a second. Um, It adds up and it starts to affect them in the end. They are for-profit businesses. Mm -hmm. And when they start losing money, they start wondering why. So you sent me this one this morning. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's fun (laughs) from the Christian post. Parents beware of Disney's light year corrupting children parents and pastors beware the eagerly anticipated disney toy story spinoff debuting in theaters this june centers on kid favorite buzz lightyear and his new space partner alicia a lovable lesbian who marries her queer partner and greets her with a kiss on the lips as they start their family this is this is toy story yeah Incidentally, they also recast. I think it's Chris Pratt, who's the voice of Buzz Lightyear now. They 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 fired Tim Allen, right? Because Disney hates anyone who's conservative at all. Yeah. Tim Allen is is Buzz Lightyear. There's nothing subtle about their expressing overtly gay affection. Disney's LGBTQ activists are simply making good on their pledge by the Disney executive caught on a video to produce up to half of the Disney characters reflecting homosexual transgender and minority identities tell me that they're not targeting children yeah somebody tell me speaking of they're groomers speaking of uh targeting children don't know if anybody saw this this is from today.com um fisher price unveils fabulous rupaul toy set uh the beloved toy brand shrunk shrunk down the six foot five inch drag icon into three inch toy figurines in real looks actually worn by the rupaul's drag race host Mm. great aren't we all excited that our kids can our our tiny little kids who are you know who who's this age for one to three yeah it's for you know toddlers Uh, you know um so now we can all have drag queen princesses or whatever i don't know if they're Male or female or what? RuPaul is a pop culture icon who has been hailed as the best dressed queen. This is a man mm-hmm. on TV and is coming to life in a whole new way for lip syncing, runway slaying fans. With 11 TV awards, 14 studio albums and 14 iconic seasons under his belt. This collection celebrates his career and style. Yeah, because there's many. There's several different designs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and I, you know, you sent me that article and I looked it up. You know, you can buy this on Amazon, this playset from Fisher Price. Yeah. So what, as, as Christians, what can we do about something like this? Well, you can't stop their factory from running, but you can, uh, I mean, obviously you refuse to participate by buying it you can it's just like netflix yeah. stop. So stop unsubscribe Un- yeah stop buying to send a send a message to any of the retailers that are carrying it it's like target yeah. and they're if you if uh, i can Ugh. almost guarantee you'll find that set at target right <laughs> i know <laughs> amazon has it. i yeah. looked it up on amazon 
and just go in and you know raise a stink about it and just you be polite about it and say you know what this is inappropriate mm-hmm. and you should not be selling this in the children's section and be prepared to be maybe even kicked out of the store mm-hmm. okay but you know when we say not to be afraid it's because as believers we got to this point because everybody's been afraid to say because anything because we've been afraid to say anything mm-hmm. and for what we're trying to be nice we're trying to be I don't know. Polite. It's not, it's not loving or compassionate to lie to people. That's right. That's right. So if you're not saying something about it, uh, is it because you're okay with it or because you're afraid? And listen, I get it. I get it. You don't want to cause a stink. But you know what? The time for being polite about this stuff is, I think, is long past. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, hopefully the tide is turning. Yeah. So I've got I have some interesting uh interesting things here that I wanted to share. So as we're recording this, of course, the new thing, the new the new thing <laughs> that we're talking about now is what? Monkeypox. But the K is silent. Right, moneypox. <laughs> moneypox is what it is. And I hate to laugh about it, but you know. Right. But um so I found an interesting thing here and like like Dan Bongino says, we always bring the receipts. Right. And I am not so arrogant as to try to make everybody think that I do all of this research. We do research by researching what other researchers have done. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm and happy. And present it in, yeah. a, in a fashion that, that's, that people can understand. Right. So I am happy to give credit where credit is due. And so I'm going to uh, give you the links to the sources that I've gotten this from. But this is from NTI, the National uh, no, the Nuclear Threat Institute, I believe it is. Okay. And no, Nuclear Threat Initiative is what this is. All right. Okay. This is a nonprofit out of Washington, D.C. Now. This paper, and you should go, you can, I'll put the link in the show notes. You can click the link and download the report, mm-hmm. right? It, it's a PDF. There's nothing secret about it. Let me just read you a section of the executive summary. In March 2021, the Nuclear Threat Initiative partnered with the Munich Security Conference to conduct a tabletop exercise on reducing high-consequence biological threats. Okay. Okay. Conducted virtually, the exercise examined gaps in national and international biosecurity and pandemic preparedness architectures and explored opportunities to improve capabilities to prevent and respond to high consequence. Blah, 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 blah. And this was last year. This was last year. Mm -hmm. The exercise scenario, and this is when you download it, this is page six that I'm reading from. The scenario portrayed a deadly global pandemic. Involving an unusual strain of monkeypox virus mm-hmm. that emerged in the fictional nation of Brinia and spread globally over 18 months. Oh, and there's audio. It, it, it complete with um, pre-produced news segments. In fact, mm-hmm. we have one of them here. Here's a section of it. There are growing questions today around a new and deadly outbreak. Scientists determined that this monkeypox virus was engineered. With limited antiviral drugs and no known effective treatments, countries around the world are struggling to control another pandemic with already devastating effects. 
You know, it's it's interesting that you bring this up because I just started a new book. It's called Deadliest Enemy. Mm-hmm. And I was actually uh, micro who's, um, you know, dirtiest jobs, dirty jobs, micro, yeah. micro. Um, so he recommended this book several months ago at, during the the covid. And he said, you know, you should everybody should read it, you know, just to get an idea. Um so far, I'm I'm pretty sure it's from sort of like a, a leftist perspective, mm-hmm. if you will, and and I say I say that because and the book is called Deadliest, Deadliest Enemy: Enemy Our, Our War. War Against Killer Germs. Okay, good okay? book. And so let me just read these two paragraphs here that I that I got to and had to highlight. Um, Epidemiology is the study of disease and populations with the aim of preventing disease in people and animals. Public health has an overlapping definition. It refers to those actions taken to achieve the goal of improving health in a given community, whether that community is a small town in Minnesota, the continent of Africa, or the entire planet. My hero and friend, William Bill, I think it's Foge, it's F-O-E-G-E, Former director of the CDC, former executive director of the Carter Center, and now a senior fellow and consultant to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, (laughs) says, quote, the purpose of public health is to promote social justice, Mm -hmm. going on to explain, quote, its philosophical base is social justice and its scientific base is epidemiology. Hmm. Hmm. So, so interesting. So, so let me come back to this report because this was now this tabletop exercise was conducted last year. Mm-hmm. November of last year. November of last year. Mm-hmm. This was a, you know, whoa, what if, what would happen if, okay. Now, uh, when you download this document and this is not conspiracy theory, This is I'm reading their documents. Okay, this is not a conspiracy theory. I'm just asking the question. Yeah. Look at page 10. I'm going to let you look at it. What's the first date on there and what does it say? Um, It says attack May 15, 2020. Um, No, 2022. I'm I'm sorry. uh, 2022. And it's monkeypox outbreak in this false Mm -hmm. in this fake uh, country of Brynia. Right. Wow. May, May 15th. Huh. Really? That's interesting. Especially um, because we just started seeing those since last just week or the week before. About this just yeah. like last week. It was that's interesting timing. The next thing on there is what they call Move One, which is scheduled for June 5th. Oh, what's on that one? Um, move One. Uh, no international warnings or advisories. But you remember um, Joe Biden said that we all need to be concerned about this monkeypox. Right. Because it's baffling. Scientists right. can't figure things out. But there hasn't been anything official from the WHO. Right. Right. Which is another story altogether. Okay. The next major thing on their on their timeline is January 10th of 2023, uh-huh. which is um, where they supposedly are going to discover that it was engineered to be vaccine resistant and there's going to be international supply chain challenges. So, um, so like we already have, I well, mean, it's going to be interesting to see. And I'm just, I'm just reading from their documents so far. They're right on schedule. May 15th is when monkeypox shows up and it surely did. Um, May 10th of 2023. 
So a year can, from can, now. Can you remind me where you got that from? This was from, well, it was from their website. I'll, I'll put the link in there. Okay. Uh, but supposedly next May, May 10th of 2023, they're going to have a revelation of a terror group of of terror group origins infiltration of civilian biolab does it say where it doesn't say where <clears throat> can anyone say ukraine <clears throat> anyway <laughs> i'm just reading their documents right. i just think it's fascinating because if you've seen the movie Plandemic, uh-huh. then, you know, Event 201 took place and they didn't hide any of it. And they basically war gamed out exactly what happened. Yep. COVID-19. With COVID. Yeah. In fact, they even named the virus. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, okay. and, then it, and then it showed up. And then it showed up right as just. Just, just on time. Just in time. Uh-huh. So, um, and I've been, I've been sending these links to you know, to close friends and family and saying, just read this and tell me what you think. <laughs> um, here's another one that you may not have heard of. Now, this is a this is called um, HR 6666. OK, this is this is actually passed through the Congress already. And I will put a link to this. This is uh, May 1st of 2020. A bill to authorize. So this is passed the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. It is now going to the Senate, to authorize the Secretary of Health and Human Services to award grants to eligible entities to conduct diagnostic testing for COVID-19 and related activities such as contact tracing through mobile health units and, as necessary, at individuals' residences and for other purposes. So what does this mean? So this is... uh, Creating the framework to um, to fund applicants to work with the government to um, to go out and quarantine people in their own homes. Oh, okay. Fancy it's that. Just, it's just a coincidence, though. Right. Um, by the by the way, funded for a hundred million dollars. So it it's already it's already law. It's already no. It's not. It has not. It has not passed the Senate yet. Oh, okay. Um, here's Sorry. another one and at where we're leading with this, I've got, I've got this one and one more and then back to scripture, okay. um, HR 666 in the house of representatives, February 1st, 2021, a bill. Everything things, you know, you look at stuff like this and you think mm-hmm. how blatant everything is. Right. A bill to amend the public health service act. To provide for public health research and investment into understanding and eliminating structural racism and police violence. Oh my gosh! And it just it just goes on. This is it's like seventeen pages of just absolute Marxist talking points, all about how how wicked we are, and they're going to fund this research to basically declare that we're all a bunch of white supremacists. Mm-hmm. And what I want to call everyone's attention to is the numbers that they're using for this. Mm-hmm. HR 666, HR 6666. And here's another one. This is from the International Application uh, World Intellectual Property Organization. Mm-hmm. So this is a patent. Yeah. And you can look this up and I'll put the link for you. This is international publication number W0. 2020 slash 06 06 06. 
Applicant Microsoft. <laughs> Imagine that. Title, Cryptocurrency System Using Body Activity Data. Oh. And there's a nice little picture here that shows, right? Is this the ESG thing? Uh, kind of. So let me read a couple snippets here. So a virtual currency, also known as digital currency, is a medium of exchange. Some exemplary embodiments of the present disclosure may use human body activity associated with the task provided to a user as a solution to mining challenges in cryptocurrency systems. So if not to get too geeky, when you're talking about cryptocurrency, there's a process called mining for cryptocurrency where you generate cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. okay, that's all the further I'm going to go into it. For example, a brainwave or body heat emitted from the user when the user performs the task provided by an information or service provider. <laughs> who 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 makes these tasks or <laughs> an information or service provider? Well, okay. Such as viewing advertisements or using certain internet services can be used in the mining process instead of massive computation work required by some conventional cryptocurrency systems. Data generated based on the body activity of the user can be a proof of work. And therefore, a user can solve the computationally difficult problem unconsciously. Mm -hmm. So in other words, and if you look at the picture, um, here's the little person, uh -huh. sensor, user device, talks to the cloud, mm -hmm. and the big server in the sky, and the cryptocurrency. So it's like, it's like, the, it's like the lab rats. Uh-huh. Right? Do the trick, and you press the button, and you get a reward. Uh-huh. This is... What does this sound like? <laughs> this sounds like how we control people. Yeah. So, we have some, some scripture. Well, especially... Too. Well, because that's... And that's why... Not don't don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. don't, don't be afraid. Um, we were taking it back to especially the number six 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 and why those, especially as believers, and so many people have theorized through generations. Oh yeah, we're uh, talking about how many times and just in my lifetime I've heard this is the mark of the beast. Right. It was um, it was credit cards. Mm -hmm. It was UPC. It was UPC lab labels. <laughs> um, and uh, lately it's been the the COVID shot. Yeah. And, so and now you've got things like this. Right. This you've cryptocurrency. got things like this. this is, and people saying this is the mark of the beast. This is the mark of the beast. And the truth is that we don't really know. What we know is all that scripture tells us. Which in Revelation 13, 16 through 18, it says it. It also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. That number is 666. Right. And so a lot of people through the years have. So that's where that's where that comes from. That. But it is. Yeah. Right. So that's why that's why people are always watching out for this series of numbers. And, um, you know, who was I listening to a while back? And he, he rightly stated there's only two groups of people on the planet who really understand what's happening right now. The Christians and the Satanists. Mm -hmm. And everybody else in the mushy middle has to live in fear because 
The Satanists think that they're winning. Mm -hmm. The Christians who understand the word and read the word and hold to the promises that the Lord has given us see it. And it doesn't mean that it's not scary, but we have hope Mm -hmm. because what did Jesus tell us about these days? Well, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Right. And so I think the the important thing, what what we wanted to you know, reinforce for everyone who's listening to this is sorry that was sorry that was Matthew twenty four six and seven okay or six. So what we wanted to reinforce for everyone is that you're going to hear more and more about this kind of stuff, and we understand how scary it is. Listen, I mean, if you've seen the mind polluters, imagine the research that we had to immerse ourselves in to do that film, mm-hmm. and now doing dysphoria is like 10 times worse. All about the transgender All movement. About the transgender movement. And I'm telling you the transgender movement what you're what you're going to learn about the transgender movement through dysphoria is going to terrify you mm-hmm. because the transgender movement is is not the end game. No. It's it's a step in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's what they what they don't want you to get. They don't want you to see what they're really scheming. Um, but that's our job is to expose <laughs> these things. And as we see with things like Disney and Netflix and that, I mean, when these things are exposed, they crumble very quickly. And so our job as Christians is to keep fighting, to keep exposing these things and to keep proclaiming the gospel, the truth will set you free. Right. In their case, the truth will ruin the experiment. Right. Well, just like Ephesians 5.11 says, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Mm-hmm. And so, fear not. You're going to see more of this stuff coming. And, uh, you know, we look at this stuff, and if you really understand and have the peace that the Lord promises to give you as a believer, and when we rest in him... And you then can have peace about the stuff and look at it and say, you know what? It's sad and it's disgusting and it is scary, but I know as a Christian how this ends and take heart because the more of this that you see, the closer we are Mm -hmm. to the end times. I mean, we are living in the end times. It's all being set up right now. Mm-hmm. They, the, what you hear about the Great Reset, they're now openly talking about the New World Order, one world government, one world cryptocurrency. The pieces are all in place. They're just, and that's why they're trying to collapse everything. Mm-hmm. They're trying, they're purposely trying to collapse America because we stand in the way of all of it. More specifically, the Christians Mm -hmm. worldwide stand in the way of all of it. Well, thank you guys for sticking around to the end. That's all the time we have for today. Be sure to check out the links in the show notes. And if you want to help us in our mission of making our next documentary film all about the transgender movement, you can go online and help us at fearlessfeatures.org and go to the movie Dysphoria. And we also have DVDs available of The Mind Polluters. So if you'd like your own copy of The Mind Polluters, head on over to fearlessfeatures.org and you can find all of those things there. And dysphoria, yes, we need your help because we have to start 
traveling around and collecting interviews and I can't tell you anything about it right now, but we have got some people, some very big names yeah. that we're very excited to be interviewing for this film. And if you've seen the price of gas lately, you'll understand why. <laughs> we need your we, help. <laughs> we fear we fear not because we know that our, our supporters will help us, but it is, uh, yeah, it's a family adventure when we do these. So doing our due diligence <laughs> at the very least, please keep us in your prayers. Yes. That's all the time we have for today. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. 